Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. Hi, this is Amit Doshi, and I wanted to thank each and every one of our listeners. It's been two years since I founded IBM, and it's been an amazing two years. We wanted to learn a little bit more about who is listening to our shows, and so we put together a short survey. The survey is anonymous, and we aren't going to be collecting any personal information. I would really appreciate it if you could take a couple of minutes out of your day and go to ivmpodcast.com slash survey and fill it out. Thanks, and please keep listening. You're listening to TFG Badminton. Hello everyone, here we are. It's the second episode of the TFG Badminton podcast and we have something special because just like we promised you in the first one, uh, we told you that we will get you exclusive interviews or you know, uh, chat sessions, conversations, eminent personalities from the field of badminton coming to the studio, talking to us. Now, this was an off-the-studio uh, conversation with the heartthrob, I should call him, of Indian badminton, and he goes by the name, well, Parupali Kashyap, who is not familiar with this name. Uh, he's done amazing, amazing uh, things for in the field of Indian badminton, especially in terms of men's singles. Uh, he was the first badminton player, not the first, but probably in his generation, his highest... Uh, World ranking for him was six. Just before Srikanth could, you know, take over that, he has a very probably not a very good relation with injuries because uh, he was back on court and then again he got injured, so he was out. Now at present he's out of action, uh, so you won't be able to see him in the All England uh, that begins tomorrow. Uh, but well, here he's talking about everything badminton, when he would be returning back on court and what to expect from him. Uh, he still has a desire to get his hands on an All England, so he's not done yet, folks. So you don't want to miss this conversation. And just to say a disclaimer that goes out, because I was talking to him on in his house and there was some construction work going on, so you might hear some banging uh, sound, you know, some work going on, but I'm pretty sure you can hear exactly what clearly he says uh, so let's before without wasting much time let's get on with the conversation what you know uh, you missed out on the Olympics and it's a normal question everyone keeps asking and it's I think it's a rhetorical question as well uh, but when you are on the verge you know that you might you do stand a chance uh, to qualify and you know for a second one uh, and you missed out on that for an injury how does a player take so much of, you know, I don't know, should I call it pressure or how do they take it mentally? Yeah, it was disappointing, very disappointing because uh, it happened very slowly in stages because uh, October 2015 when the calf muzzle tear happened in France, I was ranked I think 7 hmm. in the world and then uh, qualification actually was not in my mind. I was thinking about uh, I want to get into the top 4. So that uh, because I remember last Olympics I lost in the quarterfinals to Lee Chong Wei. Yeah. So I thought I have to get into a stage where I'm avoiding at least uh, one or two guys whom I don't want to play in the quarters kind of a thing, you know, so that the others I can manage kind of a scenario. So I was in seven and I was pretty consistent. I was reaching quarters and semis of Super Series in 2015. So I wasn't even thinking of qualification. I was thinking of I have to get my ranking high and then, uh, you know, qualification was pretty easy at that mm-hmm. point of time uh, because I didn't have any points to defend the next year and then uh, whatever I played, I played in the, actually the season which within the Olympic, Olympic qualification started. I got major points in that uh, time. So, yeah, so that injury slowed me down 
then uh, also after two months after november and december uh, when i started again in january with the pbl and after that um i had some niggles with my knee i was like wondering what happened there because because of the calf what happens is uh, the the left calf muscle tore okay probably during the injury time there was a it, you, it generally happens because you just put a lot of load on the other leg because this is not functioning so you limp a bit and then you these things happen and then probably there was a lot of strain on the knee joint on the right leg okay uh so you you were getting back i mean i was getting back and then i trained for a full yeah. month yeah. jan was tough but uh, I played one tournament uh, that Syed Modi in Lucknow and then I lost in the quarter finals but actually I played really well. Yeah. I almost got through that uh, match and probably I would have done well in that tournament going right. ahead it was the quarter finals which was a decent performance after say 2 3 months of not playing anything. Right. And uh, but I was little I was just like apprehensive with my knee I had to wear the knee cap without the knee cap it wasn't possible but still I thought okay I, you know all the physios and doctors said you can continue like this with the knee cap. Okay. The knee cap is a must and should. Yeah. I thought okay Feb the whole month I trained really hard with the knee cap, hmm. and then the first tournament I played I twisted my knee. Hmm. You know it was in a tough situation, and then you know I. So the doctor uh, then uh, said you know the actual problem caused the thing which you said was like a month and a half when you were saying you had a niggle that actually caused you to trip and you know twist your knee and fall. So then that was really really disappointing because I thought I still have a chance because my ranking from seven I think it dropped around to. say 13 or 14 which was still in the top 16 category so i thought chalega theek hai i have lot of tournaments to hmm. prove okay. myself and i'll yeah. get back to form slowly but the first tournament only i got injured and then uh, and then what happened was the first diagnosis which was given by a doctor saying that you know in 10 days you'll be fine hmm. it is just a normal strain 10 days you'll be fine 10 days went pass by so you're waiting you're waiting so that was really frustrating and really uh, mentally very taxing for me and uh, then 10 days and then another 10 days then a month passed by then then i went and you know i met another doctor he said you know you can't even play it's going to take 3 4 months mm-hmm. so then i got a little crazy and then uh, then i met mr dinsha pardiwala here and then he told me that you know see this is the problem he was very clear with what he said so we'll have to forget about this qualification process of olympics and everything so you'll have to get a surgery done as soon as possible okay. he gave me a couple of options either you don't do it and you do this 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 then i was like okay now it's going to be really tough it's a stretch right. even if i make it to the olympics i won't be like in a position to win a medal right. you know it is going to be really tough so that was in my mind you know uh, i i j- because uh, about playing olympics okay i've already participated about a record okay i've already been the first quarter finalist from india so what is going to excite me is only going to win a medal right. yeah it is going to be an uh, record for a men singles player to play two olympics but i don't know i was not very excited about that so i thought okay surgery is the first thing i have to do because after that there's a season which is going to come up and then there going to be lot more tournaments i don't want to miss too much time right <clears throat> luckily everything went well the surgery went well actually the second day after the surgery only i was able to walk okay and then i just i could feel the thing which was troubling me was out of the knee and then i was just feeling really nice hmm. yeah but disappointing it was really really disappointing olympics was everything i was looking forward to since the commonwealth Right. in 2014 so it was the event i was wanting to play and wanting to win a medal hmm. so it was really disappointing i wouldn't say i was i was uh, actually not, not worried about qualification because i thought i was playing better than everyone hmm. because everyone were like fighting for their spot especially even srikanth being ahead of me hmm. 
had a lot of points to defend so he also got a little tense yeah. pranoy was probably say maybe he had a chance right. you know uh, that i got injured then he had a clear chance hmm. but he also didn't perform well ajay had a clear chance yeah. he didn't perform so well everyone was under pressure losing first round everywhere so i thought at that point of time in uh, november december i was i was actually playing really well and i was in a very comfortable position to you know get into at least the top 5 of the rankings not even i mean was not worried about qualifying so from that stage to totally not playing the olympics was like a big uh, change in my mental setup so i i just um, i i took a lot of time to accept things because mm-hmm. i was not understanding what was happening okay and slowly and slowly it was uh, you know i was I had to accept it slowly it didn't like okay if you fall immediately and you know that okay next eight months you can't do anything then immediately you are okay so i am not of this play i am out of this olympics and then but it slowly gradually it was like a nagging kind of a injury which was uh, not sure not sure and then suddenly uh, you know so it took a lot of time that really created all the mess in my head so it took time to recover from that okay now since you mentioned the other shuttlers also being under pressure because they were out now we've seen this common statement that said we like whenever we are out there the news the news reports or whatever people talk about is other women you know because they are doing well and then the question is raised among the men why are they not doing now if i had to put it in a different way okay we do have uh, many shuttlers in the men's category from india but few from the women but do you think we in the men's category we lack consistency and therefore the women are probably highlighted or i don't think so i don't think so because if you compare see you're comparing yourself with generations you're comparing yourself with say 10 years back we had right. zero players yeah. frankly speaking we had only saina who was doing well and probably i was there and about in the top 30 top 20 maybe but uh, i was consistently in the top 20 i took a lot of time to reach the top 10 but uh, after i reached the top 10 then then there was srikanth then there was pranoy then there was ajay then there was although some of them have not reached the top 10 only srikanth has done it yeah. but srikanth has won a super series title two super series titles which i have not done i have played seven semi finals i didn't make it to the final i had probably four chances of making the final and also winning the tournament but srikanth made sure it was an he made it mm-hmm. and uh, before sindhu's medal i think srikanth was far ahead in level yeah. than sindhu yeah. um, probably after saina his achievements in men singles were the highest mm-hmm. but it was not very highlighted because uh, i would say women are very few mm. and women are not if you because all this in india it comes to the popularity factor i feel mm. because even when sin after srikanth won a couple of super series and sindhu wins a grand prix mm. you know she was more I, popular yeah. than yeah. srikanth i don't know why that happens in india probably we are competing against cricketers mm. i feel that the popularity factor you talk about is you know or do you think is the factor because gender is so much spoken about out maybe and there are several reasons there's yeah. not one reason there are yeah. too many reasons and yeah. then srikanth reached a ranking of world number 3 right which is That's unprecedented right. is not no one's done it uh, uh, after yeah. prakash sir he is the highest ranked and then right. gopi gopi bhaiya reached a ranking of 4 i reached a ranking of 6 yeah. which uh, is not even talked about hmm. but it is actually a very very high ranking and sindhu's reached 5 now so you don't reach a ranking of 3 or 4 without being consistent right yeah and then he had a set of injuries and then you know all these things bog everyone down and then that is one uh, point so i feel the men singles have actually blown us away in india you can't even compare it to women singles because there was only one saina hmm. and there's only one sindhu there's even hmm. not even no one close to them right now hmm. i wish there are more 
I want uh, India to progress and I am sure they will. Hmm. In 10 years time, India will be like a super power in badminton. Right. For sure. But fact of the matter is you can't compare men's single. I feel there is no, not even a comparison just because Sindhu and Saina have won an Olympic medal. You can't take away uh, my my results and you can't take away Srikanth's results right. from it. Absolutely. Because uh, and the number of players, it becomes re- even more tougher. Hmm. So for a coach like Gopi sir, yeah. that time it was only Saina. he didn't need to focus on any other girls so much yeah. but there was five boys maybe four boys me guru saurabh and then a couple of them who were doing well at the academy and then after that saina left to another place hmm. and there was only one saina there and then there was sindhu for gopi bhai which is not very tough to focus on you just have to focus on that girl yeah. but at our level at the same time there were 10 guys it is very tough for yeah. gopi to manage everyone right. so you have to take a 10 guys as a team and then say if we are consistent or not we are extremely consistent mm. right. you know more consistent than only sindhu's olympic medal changed the whole scene for us she was an underdog she was ranked 10 or 11 and then she won a medal yeah. which is an extraordinary performance not yeah. i mean it's a crazy performance she she did it so well and then she played so well uh, big uh, kudos to her but uh, you can't take away you can't even compare what men singles are doing right now two women singles i mean i i personally i know what uh, what the level is and what the people are doing mm-hmm. so i can't even compare i say i say even if they won a medal uh, even if women singles have won a medal i would say the men singles are doing far far better than what mm-hmm. uh, and the number of players who are winning now samir went and won the lucknow gp gold yeah. and he is in almost he's reached a, whole, a super series final yeah. and uh, any time some gp golds Pranoy is winning. Mm-hmm. Then I come in suddenly. I am winning. Then then Saurabh is winning another GP gold, or he is reaching a final of another GP gold. And then so it is very tough for fifteen, ten to fifteen players doing so well collectively. It is very tough. Mm-hmm. So it, it you have to see the growth in so many years. What has happened and see it is a massive positive. Mm-hmm. It is like we are producing players like China. Mm-hmm. It is just a matter of time that you know we start winning tournaments very consistently. It is very tough. we need more coaches high quality coaches like gopi sir because everyone needs personalized attention now you want guys to win tournaments matlab you want want him to be number 1 yeah. so you need personal attention gopi can't finally out of 10 or 15 players is only going to be one winner then gopi sir has a group of 10 15 but that issue is not there with women he is only focusing on sindhu and that's it So you are only focused on men. Twenty-four hours you are focused on men, but it is not. It is not the case with men. Yeah. It is very tough. It is not humanly possible for Gopi also. So these are some issues which are there. Gopi sir is trying so hard. He is trying to get his former players, his colleagues as coaches. You know, trying to set them up because coaches are not paid high-level salaries here. So that is an issue from. So there are so many stages to this. So coaching is a thing which is like not even heard of. Coaches are not paid high-level salaries here. You don't. Uh, there are so many uh, um, top-class players from India during Gopi's batch and say after Gopi's batch a little bit, Gopi's batch. But they have all set up their own academies. No one is helping the Indian team. And but why would they? You know they have to take care of their families also. So you can't come to a national camp and say I, I don't need to get paid. I'll just to tour the. It is not going to happen like that. You'll have to pay them high-level jobs. put them under pressure saying expect results from them give them three players say you have to work okay gopi sir is the boss you follow it but personalized attention from one person so these things have to happen these things have to fall in place i'm sure gopi sir is trying really hard he's got an indonesian coach now who's working with him uh, he was tofix coach before so he's trying whatever he can and obviously he wants indians to progress but 
as i said they have set up their own academies and so he's expecting a lot from this current lot mm-hmm. but this current lot say i will play another 5 years and then srikanth and pranoy and their batch would play another 10 years maybe mm-hmm. hopefully if they maintain themselves well so then he doesn't have that much time he doesn't have 10 years to wait for so probably gopi sir we had a chat and he's expecting me to come into coaching in another 3 4 years maybe after i quit uh, so that is the gap he's got so for the next 4 years at least till 2020 he needs people who are helping him otherwise you will say inconsistency but it is not it, there are lot of factors to it yeah. there are lot of and but if you compare it to 10-15 years down the line, Gopi sir has pulled out a miracle. He's he's done so much. You before there was only one player. Now there are 10 players who are capable of winning a Super Series event, who are beating the best in the world, who are capable of. So that you have to you have to take these points into consideration and then compare women singles and men singles and say you know we have not got that result or this result. It is very very unfair. Very very unfair. Yeah. Now since you mentioned about uh, Gopi sir getting. the hanoyo coach uh, here you know he was former he was a champion coach you can call him yes. because we've seen topic that right yes. uh in one of the interviews you mentioned saying i had asked someone to make a clone of gopi who will help us i said okay. that yeah uh so do you see this as one of them no i can't judge i have not even met him after he's come i have not played for the last few months so i can't judge uh, i mean he is a champion coach in his own right you can't even compare him to gopi sir he's mm. he had a guy whom he had trained from childhood and he made him an olympic champion so how many people in the world do that yeah and then saying all that he is not part of the indian nation team hmm. why would why wouldn't he be part of it and if you can say uh, there's not another player whom you can say that he has trained yeah. obviously he has focused all his time on tofik from the time hmm. he was a coach so i can't judge uh, hmm. sitting here i can't say you know I Gopi sir is like that, or, but Gopi sir is trying his best. He's trying to get very experienced and uh, champion champion coaches to our team, mm. realizing this issue. Mm. So, uh, without Gopi sir, all this wouldn't fall in place. This system wouldn't fall in place. So, uh, you should give it. Uh, you should give it to Gopi sir because he's he's trying his best. Yeah. Mm. Now, when you got to know the news about him coming down, you know he's bringing. what was your reaction like are you looking forward to work yeah actually me and uh, gopi bhai had a chat about it also that you know he's going to come and then uh, so he kept me in the scheme of things because i was the senior most player and yeah. i was like i was happy because there's someone else coming to support uh, gopi but i don't know how the system is i have not met gopi sir for the last uh, one month since the time right. mr mulyo had come so i don't know how the system is there right now but uh, i am in constant touch with gopi sir and then uh, unless i start training i won't realize what's happening mm-hmm. but i'm sure he they'll try and work out a way to uh, work around these so many players and uh, but it is it is surely going to be beneficial for everyone right now you would touch upon you know gopi sir asking you probably he's banking on you probably after your playing days you join him on the coaching side now when i had the chat with uh, arvin sir he didn't mention that you know uh, he looked like the person who is still excited about the sport who arvin sir arvin but arvin but yeah. okay so he was like he had this one notion when we had an off record chat that i think every player after his playing days should somehow be connected to the sport and probably get into coaching yeah you know so what is your take on that of him saying you know making a statement like i think every player should look at you know because they've been there so probably they can contribute to the ones who are upcoming So what do you have to say about that? 
I think he is right. They have to contribute to the sport, but uh, there is uh, something as contributing to the national team, contributing to what you are doing. Yes, they are helping the sport grow in their own place. It is it is great because they are not doing some other thing, leaving badminton. Everyone is trying to help the sport grow. Right. So it is a perfectly said by Arvind. You know, we all have to, and all that whole batch is doing really well. I think. Arvind is there, then then there's Anup, then there's Nikhil, yeah. Nikhil in Pune, Anup and Arvind in Bangalore, then uh, there's Tom Sir in Bangalore, then there is uh, <coughs> uh, in their batch there's Siddharth who's on and off with the Indian yeah. team. He comes yeah. for the camps and then um, you know he did uh, a lot of uh, help in Delhi and Chennai and he he's uh, you know he's helping that national team. Hmm. So so there are two different things now. There is a national team which is there, and then there is also growth and development of badminton throughout India. Hmm. So these are these are two different things and have to be worked upon. Yeah. But we have to work upon a model which helps the whole country, hmm. and then something like that. But I think that kind of a system, like to come up for like from say China and uh, Korea, it is a little tough hmm. in India. But I am just talking about uh, the national team progressing ahead. Pro, hmm. You know, the top players progressing ahead, hmm. and. Um, this is something else. This is you know you're trying planning planning the growth of badminton in different different cities and uh, places. So which is also which is also needed. Yeah. yeah. So do you see yourself in the national camp then probably after? I don't know. Years? I don't know what is the plan right now. I'm obviously discussing with everyone with Arvind Anu, Gopi sir, and uh, let's see what is it. Yeah. But I'm surely going to be associated with badminton. Yeah. I'll uh, do my best to give back to the sport. The sport has given a lot to me. Yeah. Uh, now coming back to your injury ridden and all of that. You made a great comeback at the Korea Masters. Okay, you got a yeah. bronze medal. And yeah. So, then after that, were you prepared? Okay, I think I am starting to get better. You know, probably take PBL as uh, the platform to train myself and get back. But then, and then again, a big but comes with the injury. Yeah. So how how do you tackle that? Like because after November, I guess Korea Masters. Yeah. You know, like you were all pumped up. Yeah. So that period and then. The final match it was there. Yeah, yeah. So how did that work out? Yeah, it was again a very uh, upsetting thing because uh, I was I was like in I was so happy that our team won hmm. and I yeah. played a good match actually. Yeah. Also after falling down I got up and I tr- played yeah. and you know it was shocking for the doctor because my uh, Mr. Dinshaw was in the crowd hmm. luckily and then you know he arranged everything later and MRI and everything late in the night after the prize distribution ceremony after everything. So, I didn't expect it to be so bad hmm. because uh, I could manage to get up and play. Right. Okay, I didn't smash but uh, I could at least clear yeah. and play those, all those soft shots. Uh, so, yeah, I managed to play so I thought, didn't think it was so serious but uh, later in the night I got to know, you know, the doctor told me clearly that, you know, it is actually, the whole, actually full dislocation happened and then it went back in. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to look, up, look around, you know, this much time, say three months probably okay. from this time. And then you think about nothing three months, you'll have to wait and then you'll have to do rehab and then you'll have to see whether it's okay and then you'll know whether it's a surgery or a whatever injection or whatever happens, you'll have to wait and see. So it's going to be a taxing period and they've told me that time only. So at least I was very clear with what I have to expect from now. But uh, yeah, a couple of days, probably a week or two, I felt a little sick about it but because I was just coming back to farm again and then, uh, you know, and then there's this time the Commonwealth is also, it's, it's in April, it's not in August or September where I have time. So all these things are in mind uh, right now, but um, but all I can do is right now do my rehab properly. Yeah. 
so you'll have to get back to the basics and you'll have to just think about what you're going to do right now and i had an experience so i think it has made it easier for me yeah. to think about what is required right now instead of thinking what you have missed or what can could have been or something but i'm pretty confident because in uh, after the knee surgery after that uh, rehab phase in like say the fourth or fifth tournament i again i felt i hit good form hmm. and i understood uh, what i needed and how, how my body is what position i am in right now because it was almost a year since i played so in year a lot of things change in badminton you know you'll have to quickly get to form and understand what is required exactly for you right now so i understood that and i started playing well actually i would have hit form in the first event only which i played japan open i just missed out against srikanth i was leading big in the third set you know probably that result would have but result matters a lot not the game and not how you are playing sometimes result just matters that you make it to the semi finals or quarter finals and then you are like feeling okay hmm. you are in the scheme of things and you are like progressing ahead hmm. so that is what happened in korea so uh, probably i was looking forward to you know qualifying for the all england to get an entry into all england because my ranking was say around 60s or something and then if i was around 40s and round about there then i would get an entry which was very possible because um, i had no points to defend in um, malaysia which i was supposed to play and then said modi was in the quarters but uh, i thought you know i could get better points from that but uh, anyway so now i'll have to look forward uh, at least for the next uh, few weeks of rehab and uh, stuff like that so i'm not thinking much i have whatever time i have there are a lot of tournaments throughout the year to yeah. perform so let's see i'm sure i'll get back quickly for sure because i know i have had the experience last year a very immediate experience which i can relate to and i know exactly what i need in my game and i can come back quickly i feel yeah. but it's a matter of time now i just have to wait till i feel 100% with my shoulder right so how is the pbl experience i mean uh, i mean ibl was the first one but then it kind of got dead off and then we came back again with a revamped uh, which attracted a lot of again gave a lot of attraction so second season i would say probably had more attraction because there were top indian players and there with also you know top uh, uh, foreign players as well and because everybody was just coming back from the olympics period they were all looking forward to everyone to see so how has pbl helped uh, you or any of the shuttle you know upcoming and how yeah i mean uh, I, I, it is just an experience it is just a fun event i would say because the format was totally changed from what the yeah. world badminton was doing right at least 15 points was a little closer but that was only a little different but 11 points was totally different from the regular matches we play yeah. unless that is the format in international badminton i don't think players can take anything away from it yeah unless just enjoy the experience of the tournament and uh, just help your team win and uh, yeah just enjoy that experience because you are part of a team which has a lot of top players and then it's a good rapport to have uh, you know um, but uh, I, in a matter of helping them to get to another level of badminton or you know helping them to um, gain confidence from i don't know whether that works because uh, also it was pretty tiring it was very intense so i don't think uh, personally i f- i didn't feel that but uh, you could ask maybe uh, some other players maybe it would have helped them you know i saw pranoy's interviews and a couple of them say srikanth was coming back from injury also he did well mm. but it was 11 point format so i'm sure he's also not taking anything away from it or something it's just that event and he had to win matches for his team finished yeah. so probably you can ask pranoy I, i saw pranoy said it you know it helped him or it will help him or something like that but uh, you know the next few tournaments he actually struggled yeah. 
to get back to form and but again he did well in the asian championships mm. you know he beat a couple of players so uh, i don't know i don't know i, I don't think uh, you know the format is totally different it's just a fun event mm. that's all it's a lot of pressure lot of fun it's nice yeah and yes it is a fun event but wouldn't be it would it would be unfair to say that you know it's it's a great platform for the youngsters for sure right uh, because even though satvik had won five titles you know five or six titles combining mixed doubles and men's doubles in the yeah i mean 60, like the yeah. opinion i gave was for me, for myself yeah yeah Yeah, but uh, yeah for the youngsters it's an amazing uh, yeah. uh, platform like chirag satvik siril mm-hmm. then couple of uh, youngsters in the women doubles category yeah. then uh, some youngsters in the women singles yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get a chance to play probably siril got one chance satvik got a lot of chances but lot of exposure with top players watching right. them train right. during the tournament watching them how they are behaving how they are preparing for matches how are they training how what level are they maintaining you know so that is a big big experience and big big plus and and i'm sure 100% they will gain from it uh, yeah. you know even though siril had not played matches or played only one match his teammates were shawn vano and yan yogenson who are in the top 5 in the world both of them and then you are able to practice with them watch them every day in practice at least for the two weeks period it is a big experience for him because he's always watched only the indian guys and so he's got some exposure watching others also without playing that level tournament yeah. because otherwise siril wouldn't see an or shonwan or live anywhere right. Right. so that was a big massive experience for him and uh, yeah in that way it is a, it is a it's an amazing tournament to have mm. uh, i really thank uh, badminton session of india and uh, uh, you know the sports live uh, and also gopi sir to all these people mm. made sure this event is coming to india yeah now going on like as as i mentioned you know the emergence of satvik and chirag uh, or slowly getting into probably uh, rutvika rutuparna yes, doing well yes uh, and now you know samir has entered the top you know he's almost creeping into the top 20 he's yeah. close he's 23 yeah. right now so how do you say i mean recently we had lakshya sen a champion in lakshya sen so there are more shuttlers coming up what maybe not an advice i don't know if you consider that is the word but what do you tell them to probably you know hey you know what failures do come because see i'll tell you i am also from a different generation okay there's mm. a new generation gap so we were like okay if there's a failure it's very difficult to take because we always think that you know getting there we need to take success and yeah. there is nothing beyond that so there is one step you fall down you're like hey i can't do this so you know you feel like you're nothing so what would you like you know tell these the upcoming kids are they are all in good hands right now mm. satvik chirag everyone they are under this uh, malaysian coach who's come and yeah. they are actually obviously improving uh, i'm not i'm sure that they are not uh, uh, worried about anything right now they have all the facility and all the sponsors to take care of them so they are all in good hands they'll surely come up all of them will come up yeah. now i think uh, yeah one of the other interviews probably this was in 2014 i guess uh, you mentioned that you desire to win you know you still have a desire to it was back in 2014 that you gave an interview that you said you desire still uh, to win all england is that desire still there yeah obviously that is there and that is a is that a driving is, force it is a driving force i uh, all england world championship olympics asian games and commonwealth these are the five big events for uh, you know uh, badminton players i would say right. from india and uh, so i reached quarter finals of world championship missed a medal by one point in 2013 i was up match point and i lost so that was a big big disappointment for me 
uh, you know that is like a medal of world championship medal is in your kitty kind of a thing you know and you're playing at that level so that is one thing which i was i'm very I'm looking forward to world championship is a, is is an event which i really like and then uh, all england also because all our former players gopi sir and prakash sir have won all india so that is an event always it's in the minds of all the indian players you know that is an event which you would want to win right yeah so uh, yeah these things keep me going obviously hmm. and then uh, i was just going through you know just to figure out how to make this conversation more lively probably uh, so i was i read up on something else where you said you know aim for new year I and mean, every time you aim your aim is to stay injury free yeah so is that <laughs> you know, yeah. how i think i'm coming to the same question but is there a mantra to stay injury free i don't think so we just have to get um, better at your training techniques we are getting better we have better support staff now we have better so we have lot more sponsors taking care of us so we are in good shape all the top players at least so uh, uh there is no magic solution for it mm-hmm. you have to just take care of yourself yeah so now how long do you are you giving yourself to get back in for the fact to see you back in action right as i told you i'm just entered uh, some april, tournaments yeah. in april but i'm not sure whether i'm going to be uh, really fit for them but uh, at least um it depends you know i have i absolutely no clue mm-hmm. that is where that supposition i am in right now i'm just doing my rehab and then uh, in a few weeks time i'll know how i'm feeling after i start hitting the shuttle that is when i'll clearly know what is happening mm. and then uh, once i start smashing mm. so first is hitting the shuttle soft shots and then progressing to smashing and then playing a match play in practice and then seeing how i'm feeling right. if the shoulders feeling okay or what because there's one thing you strengthen it and then once you start hitting the shuttle it gets sore all these things are a process and then is your are you able to sustain it because a tournament is you'll have to sustain it for a long periods of time and then for say a week hmm. and then a season sustain it for a season all these things are there so yeah so well that was all technical stuff from the man now let's move on to slip into a short break because on the other side you don't want to miss this one because we have some really quick uh, questions for address to kashup and it's going to be fun and expect some unexpected answers from him so do not go anywhere because you don't want to miss this hey friend so if you're listening to a podcast right now you're probably some kind of a nerd a nerd at heart at least so maybe just maybe you might like another podcast about nerds by nerds and for nerds it's called geek fruit a community to unite estranged geeks from across india and later on the world we talk about television movies science fiction adventure fantasy etc anything nerdy it's all here on geek fruit we've got episodes coming out every tuesday and thursday and you can check us out on itunes audio boom stitcher or any of your favorite podcast apps like my favorite podcast app the ivm podcast app give me my money ivm good plug happy listening you nerds And we are back again. Uh, let's move on to the fun bit, just as I promised, uh, you know, before we entered the break. So we've seen a trend in the recent past. We've seen this, but then now it's becoming, like you can say, a trend. Uh, call it a trend. Uh, we've seen shuttlers get married to each other. You know, so do we see Kashyap on the same line? Never know. Yeah. Never know. So yeah. what is his current status though? Current state is complicated. <laughs> uh, 
So if not a badminton player, then what? Ah, if not a badminton player. I think it's been 18, 19 years of badminton. So now you ask me if not a badminton, <laughs> I don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> Probably I would have been an engineer. I'm not sure, but uh, because I was going to do an engineering, I was going to take up an engineering. I mean, I was going to enter into engineering uh, college, but uh, uh, maybe I would have been doing some engineering thing. I don't know. No idea. Uh, what next after badminton? Coaching, for sure. Hmm. Coaching for sure. And your immediate aim would be. immediate aim would be to get back on court mm-hmm. just uh, just get back on court so, as soon as possible yeah so does it bother you when you look at i'm i'm going to ending it no worries uh when you look at your ranking you were once upon a time not even once upon a time two three years back that was not very far away you were six mm-hmm. and you know you everyone tends to do better but right now you're at 81st so i don't that, even know uh, the ranking the number yeah yeah I don't think it matters because uh, you know in three months time from around hundred and something hundred and twenty thirty I again came back to sixty right. so ranking is after the experiences I have had I don't think it's it's a big question obviously everyone wants to have a good ranking mm-hmm. to qualify for different events but uh, I think uh, my level is there right now I feel I feel I can be part of the top ten and top twenty but I just need to play consistently throughout the year which is uh, the big uh, struggle for me right now. Hmm. and uh, i'm trying to get that sorted hmm. let's see hmm. uh any messages to the fans through us probably you would like to i know you are very active on social media yeah just keep supporting me that's thank you thank you for all the support and i'm, I'm trying my best to get back on court thank you so much well you heard him you heard him talk everything about badminton about it a little bit about himself as well as he spoke about uh, you know what his relationship status is now uh, for all the bachelor girls out there looking out for his status uh, well also uh, all the fans out there i know you all will be hoping him to see in action very soon just as we said uh, even we would love to see him back on court but probably not all england april is what he's targeting so let's see if the if he can make the cut and we see him soon in action all our wishes to kashyap and well fans i hope you enjoyed the show if you did you know what to do uh hit the like share subscribe to our channel on our, of our youtube on youtube and uh, also if you're listening you can also listen to our show on various other podcasting apps like audioboom soundcloud itunes etc also follow tfg badminton on twitter i'm on twitter so jimathu94 and kashyap as we said he is active on uh, social media is on twitter at the rate parupali kashyap uh, that's all for folks tune in we'll have some more action in badminton coming up soon uh, till then you know to where, where to check us out have a great day cheers hey man just help me out man i need some i need some podcast man i haven't had a fix in a week just need some Don't you worry about it. I got podcast galore for you, man. Just go to ivmpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks, man. I'm going to check it out.